Close the shit, man, so I can get going. I can't wait till this shit over. I'm gonna fuck you up. You get a oh, couple of clips, yeah. you get a whole commercial. I just spent some money with Addy. Hey, y'all hear this? I hope y'all hear this. Just so y'all yeah, know it's not no. my fault. She both could have told you that. No pictures, fault. no none of that shit. Just so y'all know it's not my fault. No, it's not. Time to blame me. Call me. Facts. Blame her right here. Me. Blame her right here. Give it's me off the fault. camera. Blame her. It's her fault. No camera. So y'all know. <laughs> they laughing. <laughs> no camera. Get him off the camera. Give me What's up, what's up, what's up? You already know who it is behind the camera. It is me, the Talia, the host and executive producer of Saturday Night Buffalo. Yeah, guess who the fuck I got for y'all today? Yeah, y'all see him. Hey, Arnold, what the fuck is up? <laughs> y'all got Romy Santana, this famous ass nigga was on the radio, guys. What the fuck is up, Romy? You done got your hair done, put your good shit on to come talk to us. I'm glad you came. First of all, don't try to do me. I got good shit every day. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not a one-time thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. What's up with your little ass? I'm just trying to... Basically, I'm just doing this shit, man. I'm just trying to make it, for real, for real. I'm doing it for the love, like I said earlier. Like I don't give a fuck about the money. I'm just doing it for the love. Romy, you not going to believe this. They said you was a rapper. Of course. Why weren't they? What else they got to say about me? Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they said you was hot. That's an understatement. Yeah. Romy Santana, 33 shots with a big gun. That's my shit. Listen, guys. If you haven't um, been following, you know, what everything we had going on, um, there was... I don't know if this was like... Was this the initial... I haven't seen a lot of things from BOK, but I know that all of a sudden... You know, we got some real, real, real. We've been getting a lot of good um, press on our up-and-coming uh, rappers here on BOK. And there was, what was it called? The Homegrown Hennessy Contest? That is a fact. Yeah, it was you and a few other people. Um, I think that was... An, was DJ, who, who was the DJ that initiate, initiated that? Uh, to be honest, I can't even remember off the top. I don't think it was Bandana Black, was it? No, Bandana, he didn't even work for them. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay, so... Listen, guys, there was... Um, Yasmin Young. Yasmin Young. Shout out to Yasmin Young. Shout out to BOK for supporting the city and all the up-and-coming rappers. Because that's not really often or frequent. So, I mean, I see that they got something going. And, you know, you had everything to do with that. So, guys, when I say all over the internet, all over the internet, I want to give you a big shout out for that. Um, because, you know, it's not really often that the, the radio picks up a lot of up-and-coming rappers and does events and stuff like that i'm so ha i was so happy to see that and i hope to see more in the future and that's really honestly how i discovered you and i said oh this nigga got a fucking hit get the fuck out of here i was bouncing 33 shots with a big gun that's my well, shit know, nigga, that hey <laughs> i said how the fuck do you say this nigga name <laughs> Yo, it's crazy because everybody really always they, no one they knows. Name, they be like, "Yo, Rex me, Rex me." I be like, "Yo, that ass, like Rex me." Really? Now, how the fuck you think we supposed to pronounce that? Yo, but it's so many other artists that got like like weird ass names, and then they turn around and they always pronounce their shit right. But then as soon as it come to my shit, they want to Rex me this, <laughs> Rex me that. No, so maybe you're special. Tell these motherfuckers your name. 
My name is Romy Santana, man. It stands for Remember Our Mind is Everything. I just put the X because it's different instead of the O. That's Lit. all. That's all. You lady for ready for the city. Listen, fact. Romy. I usually, I kind of do my homework on the artists and I, I like to see what motherfuckers got out and everything else like that. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm just a regular, regular fan that is has access to all the regular, regular shit. And I want to know more about that motherfucking hit you got. <laughs> I do. When did that come out? Is that a recent song? Is that like a song of an EP? Is this a... Is this a single? Like, when did this? When did you produce this? That's <laughs> crazy. Is um, you want the story behind the album, like the behind whole, the song? I want the whole shit. <laughs> All right, so not for nothing. I don't want nobody to think that's watching. I don't want nobody to think like I'm like this super violent ass nigga because I'm not. I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> I'm it's not super crazy. violent. <laughs> On Saturday night, Buffalo. I'm just keeping it. You want the real, real, honest truth? I want right. the shit. All right, so boom. <laughs> I ended up one night This was about like Six months ago I Don't get us up, arrested No 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 no. Okay About like six months ago Me and my baby mom Got into like this Crazy ass <laughs> Crazy ass fight On the ground already <laughs> <laughs> Like Like super argument Like we was damn near Like on some Mr. and Mrs. Smith Like we was wild up with each other Like it was bad It wasn't like what, Like what, like how it was in the movie Like they were trying to do All that extra shit But it's just like like figuratively, you know what I'm saying? Not literally. Okay, boom. So, I was so angry that I went in the house and I just started looking up beats. And I came across this beat, like a King Von beat. And I was like, nah, I gotta buy this beat. I said, because I know this anger is going to fuel this song. And when I wrote that song, it was just like all the anger that I had towards her, it just went into that song. I didn't expect for it to do as good as it did. In a short time frame, because, like, in about, like, a month, month and a half, it was probably at about, like, 100 views, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, really doing anything. But then, once I got a part of the Homegrown Hennessy contest, and I started going, like, from here to Atlanta, it shot all the way up. It's, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I think I talk about, I should talk about this more often. You know, uh, Buffalo is hot right now. I'm not going to lie. The whole country is talking about us. Believe it or not, I, I tell y'all all the time, the bigger I get, the more exposed I am to how exposed other people are to us, other markets and other, you know, parts of the country. I mean, what do you think in retrospective you could have did a little bit more to prepare yourself for all of this? Do you feel like you're unprepared for such a rush? Not at all. Okay. I've been destined for this. <laughs> like, How are you handling mind, it? I've been destined for this. Don't get me wrong. Like, just <clears throat> off the strength that I do the music. Like, that's my livelihood. You know what I'm saying? But then just juggling so many things at once. It do get hard. But I mentally prepare myself in the beginning. Like, I'd have had, like, different people that's, like, involved in the music business. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not going to say, like, nobody that's, like, super famous, mm-hmm. but, like, just people that I connected with, like, over the years, like, just from in between from here to, like, Florida, like, to Atlanta, um, the city, Carolina, California, and, you know, they gave me, like, little tips and pointers and everything to prepare myself mentally for it. Physically, it's definitely draining. It's definitely Fuck. draining. Just be, just off the street. Did you out. expect that when you first got into music? Did you think that when you reached a, any type of peak that it would be so, it would take... Uh, as much as it does 
I knew, but I didn't believe it until I seen it. Okay. Like, for the most part. What made you get into music? How long have you been into music? <laughs> Since I was a senior in high school. What the fuck made you become a rapper? I didn't tell this story like 50 million times. But you mad at your baby mom. I'm still not over the fact nah, that you... Actually, you mad at your baby mom and the first thing that came out your mouth was 33 shots and a big gun. I'm still nah. concerned. I'm sorry. Nah, what's crazy is when I first started, like, my dad, he did music. Like, he, he used to do music. He used to write, okay. like, poetry and everything. Or wow. And my uncle used to try to tell him when I was a kid, like, yo, you know, write everything for him and all that. And my dad was never for it. So, it was one time I was, like, I was going to McKinley, and I was a senior. And I was in environmental science, and I had this friend named Shelanie, and she used to rap her ass off. And one day, she's like, yo, I got this song, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, off the uh, the Six Minutes of Death by Fab. I want you to, uh, you know, write, like, a quick 16 to it. So, I'm like... I never rapped a day before in my life. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, man, fuck it. So I'm nervous, you know what I'm saying? But my, I had this like old ass white lady for an environmental science teacher. And she was just like, like, you know, Marlon, you know, just go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what it's about. And I'm like, bitch, what? Like, hold on, you know what I'm saying? So I went home and I literally locked myself in the bathroom. My sister had this pink boom box, yo. And I literally like, <laughs> I went to my dad's computer and I went on the internet this one, like, Frostwire, LineWire, BearShare, everything. Oh, you was, was lit back in the day. So I'm, like, trying to find this instrumental. So I'm, like, all right. So I just burnt this CD. And I just, like, I downloaded the whole CD with nothing but this instrumental on the CD. So I could just keep playing over and over and over and over and over. I oh, you was dedicated. And I literally locked myself in the bathroom for, like, three and a half hours just trying to, like, perfect this fucking 22 bars. Like, that's all it was. And then I got to school the next day. And then I rapped it. And my teacher was just, like, oh, my God. Like. It's a little violent, you know what I'm saying? It's a little smoother. <laughs> but she's like, I never would have expected that from you. And then ever since then, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm about to just see where it can go. And then ever since then, I've just been trying to just get crazy with it. Would you I'm, say you have a passion for music? Of course. I love music. Like, it, it, not even just the fact that I can rap, but just knowing that it, it actually, it really fuels the soul. You know what I'm saying? Like I can rap about gangster shit all day. I can get I can rap about gangster shit all day. And I turn around and listen to fucking jazz and classical music. Dead ass. I like jazz and classical music, believe it or yeah. not. I feel like honestly, to make the type of music that people to touch people's soul, you kinda gotta have a you have to have a a good uh grasp on, you know, the varieties and the different genres of music. Right. It's different things that touch different people, you know. Some people make music to some make, some people make music for themselves, and some people make you know, music for their fans. What, how do you feel about that? Because I know a lot of you know, I deal with a lot of artists, and everybody has a different perspective. You know, do you make? Would you say you make music for your fans, or do you make music for yourself? Honestly, both. Okay. Um, I get the people what they want to hear. Like, I don't just rap about one thing. You got a lot of artists that just rap about like one specific thing. Like, if I really sit down and I put my pen to that pad, I could write. I could really sit and write about any single thing that I could put my mind to it. And it's me giving the people what they want, but like I said, it's me fueling my soul with the music because that's just like my release. How? So, listen, before you got this single, right, is, I didn't, like I said, I didn't do like any too much homework on you because I like... I like the super, super raw shit. A lot of people don't think that this is like, they think this is scripted. I swear, I wish. Just tell these people this shit is a, a regular, real conversation. So, 
How many EPs have you put out? How many albums have you put out? Like, where are you at? What should we expect from you as far as projects? Um, I got one EP. It's called Make It Out. It's like six songs. That was just like me when I when I first got the distribution through DistroKid. Okay. It was like six songs. I was just like playing around to see how that actually worked. And then I turned around and I dropped an album called I Don't Know. And I just added like those songs to the album. And then I just added like six other <laughs> songs to go with it. Um, I actually did good, surprisingly. Like on Apple Music, like I don't even deal with like Spotify really because my numbers don't get... It, it's not as high, but Apple Music, like, my shit's banging. You want to do the city a favor, or you, you feel like it or not? As far as what? You want to drop a jewel on them or not? It's up to you. Drop a jewel like what? Like a jewel is a damn jewel. You feel like dropping a jewel or not? The only jewel, honestly, the only jewel that I would really drop is, like... I know, I got a question. I'm going to lead you to it. All right. Well, the only jewel that you I... You don't got... have to answer this, right? Because I can't. we can't just be giving motherfuckers the game. When did you say, hey, I need to distribute my music? How'd that come about? When somebody was like, nigga, you not making no money off of this? <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know how to do that. And so what then, happened after that? She was like, bro, I'm about to put you on because this is where I go through. She was like, this is Distro Kid. Sign up. You know, whatever plan you want, you know what I'm saying? Just pick it and just run with it. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's that's all she gave me. Did you look into any other distributors? No. Somebody told me about something called TuneCore. I really never, like, looked into it. TuneCore is the master. Yeah. The only thing, like, with DistroKid, they did, like, they tried to do some funny shit. But I got it set up to where, like, it don't even matter. Like, my shit goes everywhere. Everywhere. It don't matter where you look. Facebook, Instagram, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, some shit that I, it's shit that I never even heard of that my music is playing on right now. Like, but once once my shit got on Pandora, because I know people don't like it's some people that don't listen to Pandora, but when when my shit got on Pandora and I was like, you know what, oh, I can yeah, look my shit name up. The roof. I said, Oh man. All the Uber drivers listen to Pandora. That's when I knew it was real. That's when I knew it was real. Let me ask you this. So how, let me ask you this. A lot of people, they're struggling with that right now. Mm-hmm. They don't really know too much about the business side of music and, you know, how to make money and how much to spend and everything like that. Um, you know, it's a lot of artists coming up in Buffalo. And what what's, I don't want to say what's your advice because we all in the middle of working. Right. So from your <laughs> perspective... What can you, you know, what what suggestion can you make to people in your same situation as far as balancing the business and the creative? Because a lot of people can't balance it both. It's, it's, it's the truth, but it's the truth. Balance the business and the creative. All I can say is, in so many words, if you're going to do it, you put your all. That's just 100%. You put your all. It's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make. How do you feel about them sacrifices? You're 29. You're a dad. It's overwhelming. But my oldest is 11 years old. And she's like my number one fan. 
So, like, when I know, like, when you got something that you're actually sacrificing for, that's, like, looking up to you, then you know it's, like, really a purpose. Like, I mean, you can sacrifice yourself, like, for yourself and be like, all right, like, I know I got to do this, you know what I'm saying, for me able to do this. But when you got your kid that's, like, watching your every move and every time you come around, she knows all the words to your song and she, like, tries her hardest to block out, like, all the, like, profanity. And she's just, like, waiting for you. Like, she's anxiously waiting, like, Dad, when you going to drop another song? Dad, when you going to go to the studio? Dad, when I could come back with you? Like, and you got to sacrifice everything, like, just for your kid. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is, like, my 22nd, 23rd interview. <laughs> I have yet to hear anything like that. That was just so... I'm damn there. I'm emotional. I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry. I mean, that was the most beautiful thing I think I've ever you know, heard. It, it's, it's it's a fact though. Like like my my oldest. Like I got two babies. You know what I'm saying? But my my oldest. Like she she knows what the fuck is going on. She like all right. My dad a rapper. My dad going to Atlanta. My dad gonna be famous. Dad, can I get this? Dad, can I get that? I is you gonna blue Ivy? Or can we expect a little? Nah, can we? Get, I ain't gonna blue Ivy. We can't get no snippet from her. I ain't gonna blue Ivy. I ain't gonna blue Ivy. We can't get no snippet. I ain't gonna do that. Why not? Because she only eleven. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in a position to even be doing no shit like that. And I, even if I was, I wouldn't do that. But like, her time. Gonna what come. you gonna do when she say that? Can I talk on the track? Come on, let me just say hi. Yeah, I'm this is my dad's CD. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. When I say Blue Ivy, that's I'm, what I mean. I'm all for it. I'm oh all yeah, for you it. know you ain't know that Blue Ivy was on these songs. Yeah, I know. I only know. I only know about one song. It's t- Jay-Z got her on one and uh, Beyonce got her on one. I know, one. Beyonce got her on Heaven. On that, yeah, on that Heaven, no name right. Heaven. That's it. That shit was beautiful. Listen, where do you see Buffalo in the music industry in one year? In a year? It's on the rise right now. Everything, everything needs prep work. You know what I'm saying? Rome wasn't built overnight. So in a year, in a year we're still we we won't be at the bottom of the totem pole, but we'll we'll be like definitely like probably like two levels above that. I would say that. You know what I was saying about the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. and all of that. Everybody was so upset. Oh, Buffalo this, Buffalo that. I said, you know what Buffalo is showing right now that no one is really realizing is that we can really compete 